Hey, hey, this is Coach AA, and welcome to the January 9th edition of Ooh 2022. So let's get to it. Three posts, as usual. The first one's called Above the Line. It's my attempt at a simple framework slash compass. I've realized that while we go very black or white with did I achieve this result? Did I say deadlift X kilos or not? It's relevant in some places, but sometimes it feels too harsh. So can I replace that kind of black or white thinking with a slightly different kind of black or white thinking? So what does that mean? Now, goals, benchmarks, these are all great. They work rather well for personal stuff, for business stuff, and most definitely at the gym. With an objective target, everything becomes simple. You either did it or you did not. But therein lies the problem. What if you did not set the right goal? Why are we looking only at outcomes and not at effort? What if you said you were going to lose 20 kilos, but you made five different positive changes to your nutrition, and you didn't hit those 20 kilos target though? You did something awesome, but you're going to ignore it. What if you lost only 18 kilos? It sounds ridiculous to say, but you're going to be unhappy because you set 20 as the target and you lost only 18. Now, before you discount it, it might apply to you in a different context. I have seen so many of my students, and I've been there myself, where all of us end up chalking it as eh, a failure instead of a freaking amazing success. And all of this becomes pretty obvious to me only because I've been writing these down. I've started journaling over the last year and a half uh, and it has been useful to reflect them because I seem to have this habit of learning things and forgetting them. And writing this blog and writing my journal has helped me at least to not forget them. Meaning, while I spout sensible shit here and say one needs the outsider perspective, blah, blah, blahs, I am as much at fault as the next person. In fact, most of my writing is aimed at me and only then at you. So I thought, how about a better framework? So here's my attempt. I call it drawing a line. You're either above the line or you're below the line. Above the line, it is a win. 
below the line, well, what do you think? Yes, I understand this is black or white, but I believe it is an improvement to, I will lose 20 kilos or I will beat myself up. I'm gonna give you a couple of examples. One is for strength, one is for nutrition. And these are mine. Instead of a strength goal to lift an arbitrary amount of weight. And honestly, sometimes it's not arbitrary for me. For example, I have to lift 80 kilos for one on the bench press to finish my strong first lifting certification. But that's going to happen. Instead, I wanted to see if I could change this up. It's not just about that 80 for one. I want to have a different one for my year. So here's my line. Above the line is I will follow my training plan and I will ensure I have enough play at the gym as well as enough serious stuff. Below the line, I will get bored with my training plan and do whatever I fancy and keep chopping and changing it. Because does it really matter what you squat? No. I mean, there are a zillion people who can squat more than you. Or you find a small enough pond. Oh, you're the strongest squatter. Eh. Yes, I do need to bench 80 for one, but that's going to happen. I do my training plan. It's going to be there. So that's my thought. And for nutrition, instead of living and dying based on, oh, did I lose a few hundred grams today? Here's how I've thought about it. Above the line, I will make one concrete positive change to my nutrition every month. Below the line is... I will do a harsh diet for a few weeks and chill and undo all the work I just did. I think the advantage of this could also be its disadvantage. There's a lot of leeway. It is black and white, but it is also open-ended. it will require me to define my training plan well. I will most definitely be tracking my numbers, but I will not live and die by them. And in my nutrition, it gives me so much more time to nail a habit. One month could simply be about chewing more. Another month could simply be about eating more vegetables, one change a month, however big or small I want it to be. So anyways, 
your turn now. If this strikes a chord, I'd love for you to give it a shot. Now, reading or listening to most things is, yeah, yeah, whatever. But acting on it, even if it is not the best method, if you act on it, you will find a better solution for yourself. You could improve on my method and I would love to hear from you. So how about you try it? One for your activity slash fitness, one for your nutrition slash health. I've had a couple of people share theirs with me and by couple, I mean exactly two. And it has helped me improve my understanding of what I've come up with. Because just in case you aren't clear, I'm not fully sure about what I'm coming up with. And that's above the line. The second post for today, the point of the ride, AKA a few simple truths that I've learned from my lifting and my training. If you've not heard me say this, training is my sandbox for life. What I mean is there are things that I learned here that are extremely, extremely useful not just at the gym, but in life as well. So, when I started, I was at bottom. Any activity would move me out of my bottom. I started doing yoga, then I moved to running, then I went to CrossFit. All of them were means to an end. I wanted to not look and feel like how I did. Simple as that. Not be here. It was a great goal. In fact, it was the perfect goal. When you're at the North Pole, every direction is south. Right? So anything I did would help me to move in the right direction. One less candy bar a day, great. One less can of Coke, great. A little bit more vegetables every day, brilliant. Stretch for 15 minutes, yes, literally any freaking thing. So the truth I learned, and this doesn't seem to apply only at the bottom, but pretty much anywhere, what one needs to do is to not overthink but simply do. The second one, Disneyland. Right, once I started moving out of my bottom, away from the North Pole, I realized that there was a large playground, so many options. Right, it's like going to a playground or you know, Disneyland, as I call it. There's so many rides and you wanna go on all of them at once. It gets confusing and overwhelming. Well, you do not need to get on all the rides today. There's enough time. Plus, you can keep coming back to Disneyland every year. So, the second truth. Pick a ride or two and enjoy them for a bit. Next year, you can totally move on to 
another, right? The third one, the point of the right. Of course, I looked at everything as a means to an end. But that is a side effect and nice to have. Like when you write Space Mountain, you're going to have an amazing few minutes that leaves you exhilarated during. But the ride leaves you right back where you started. But you're filled with joy and wonder. Simple and profound, right? Truth number three, the point of the ride is the ride. You get joy from the anticipation and from the ride itself. And if you let it, it will leave you changed. But what about results? You cannot keep going on joy rides all the time. You need to get on a ride that goes from here to there. Well, do you? But, well, as a coach, I am required to deliver results. I cannot shy away from this. So what I've learned, what I need to do for me and for my students, is make sure we keep our eyes open for all the other amazing things as, that happen as we get to our goals. And the sucky things as well. As Coach Dan John rightly reminds us, what did you lose in order to win this goal? Truth number four, the results are one part of what you got on the right, not the only part. And finally, there are a lot more truths and learnings that I've not had the, I don't know what, the discipline or the vision to unpack. And even these ones that I've unpacked, I still struggle to apply them in my training, let alone in life. And that's where writing has helped. It is a note to self. It is a time to unpack and to reflect and to figure out a way to feed forward into a ritual at the gym and maybe in life. So truth number five, I know very little, if at all anything, but I think I know a little bit more than yesterday. And I could very well be completely wrong about all of this. But for today, all of these suffice as a map. And using this map, I can figure out my next map. And that's the second post, folks, the point of the right. And the final one, instead of the usual three quotes, I thought I'd put myself a little bit out there and share a thought of mine. I still don't think I'll get a punchy quote. Might be a little verbose, but it's a start. I'll start with the two quotes and then move on to mine. The first one is by Berlin. Klinkenborg, you don't even notice what you notice because nothing 
in your education has taught you that what you notice is important, end quote. The second one by Mark Manson, why don't we do things we know we should do? Because we don't feel like it. Every problem of self-control is not a problem of information or discipline or reason, but rather of emotion, end quote. And finally, my thought. Better choices today means more choices in the future. Poorer choices today means lesser choices in the future. Choose to eat better. Choose to explore your body and mind. And it means a lot more choices in the future. Tomorrow and in a bunch of years from now. End quote. Just to be clear, eating better does not mean you have to never indulge, never sniff another drink or whatever. Exploring your body and mind most definitely does not mean subjecting yourself to some form of physical activity that you hate, that does not grow your body and mind, or you know, it's not a chore. There are so many options out there to go about this fitness and nutrition thing. The only wrong way is choosing not to do something about it. And that's it from me. And well, thank you for listening. This is Coach AA signing off. And I will see you here next week. You have a good one. Bye-bye.